Ho, ho! It is the start of the Christmas week. Yes, we may be recording a day later, but guess what? Even though it's Tuesday, there's still football on, meaning it is the season that continues to give, and playoffs are almost starting. We have so much to talk about today. Let's get into week 15 on the Fourth and Short podcast. Welcome to the Fourth and Short podcast. You're thinking it, and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason, Matt, and Trent. Okay, just to clarify, just to clarify, that is not the introduction of the three of us, okay? That's just Jason saying that because it's Christmas. I don't, I don't follow, what? Crickets. Never mind. You know how you usually introduce the three of us and then you started off by saying ho, ho, ho? That is not the introduction of the three of us. I feel like we need to do over now just because you talked. Just because you talk. Um, I'm just saying. Uh, okay. Leave it. <laughs> just stop. Just stop. Okay. Welcome into the 4th and Short Podcast, everybody. Uh, it is I, the self-proclaimed Steeler fan, Jason Fell, along with me, the two other elves in Santa's workshop, the Crimson Cowboy, Mr. Trent Hemphill. Hey. And the cheese of the South, Matthew Peterson. Hello. Currently, she said in the north, though. Yeah, we're well, in the I was north. Just about to say, all of us are in undisclosed locations. Trent is the only one that's home, actually. Uh, yes, the rest of us. I'm looking as I'm looking at our screen. Uh, <laughs> Matt and I, we look like we uh, are about to make some like conspiracy video against the government. In some dimly lit bedroom. <laughs> so, yep, that is very. This, true. this is That's us now. But hey, this is what we do to bring quality entertainment to you folks uh, here on the Fourth and Shirt. And so it is uh, week fifteen of the NFL season, and uh, it's still going on. We are recording this a day later than normal. It's Tuesday for us. This will come out Wednesday morning. Uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and there is still football. We've got two games that are going on right now as two we tied speak. Games. The two tied games, the Eagles uh, taking on Washington. They are tied at 10 and a half, and Seahawks Who's Rams left to play quarterback quarter. for Washington? Dude, they Who's signed Garrett Gilbert. Right now? They signed Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. Okay. Oh, the, the Dallas Cowboy fame. Well, old GG should be GG. Because they shouldn't be competing with the Eagles at all right now. Dude, the Eagles yeah, have Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Uh, exactly. Yeah, but they're still winning. I was just about Usually. to say that. No. In this game, Garrett Gilbert greater signed Jalen Hurts. It's just the way that it is. Dude, mm. Jalen Hurts yeah. already has two turnovers. Mm. Yeah. That one is the third ball one if it wasn't for Dallas Goddard. No, no, he he – that wasn't his fault, but an interception is an interception. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. He should have had a second one. Dallas Goddard took the ball away from a, a Washington defender, but he, that is either here or there. So uh, he is Lamar Jackson, only worse. So let's not forget that. 
But uh, anyway, we're going to get into all of the games from week 15. Uh, it is uh, Christmas week, so Merry Christmas to all of you from all of us here at the Fourth and Short Podcast. Hope that you are enjoying it uh, from the comfort of home and friends and family. And uh, But in that spirit, we do have uh, a special Christmas version of Third and Three that we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about all of these playoff scenarios because as we sit week 15, we still have three games left after this week. And in the AFC going into this week, 13, I think still 13 out of 16 teams were still in the playoff hunt. And the NFC going into this week, 12 out of 16 teams still in the playoff hunt. So it's going to be a wild ride from here on out. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere. Um, and so it's going to be I think exciting. The, the Packers are the only ones that have clinched, right? Only team that's yeah, clinched. clinched the North. And I think, uh, I think Patriots had a chance to clinch if they'd have won, but that obviously didn't happen. So, but we'll talk about all these games, uh, from this week. And then obviously, uh, get into some special Christmas third and three, uh, of course, uh, follow us on Instagram. At Fourth and Short Pod, if you do not already, we've got uh, some stories going up uh, all week. Uh, First thing we need to do, though, before we get into any of the games, because we just need to react to it right off the bat. Right. He's gone, folks. We talked about it last week as a possibility. When was it going to happen? Didn't even last the week. More news came out this week. uh, Just incriminating news against urban Meyer, uh, his former kicker, Josh Lambeau saying that he kicked him during warmups. Uh, uh, and apparently you cannot assault your players and get away with it. And so, uh, urban Meyer fired this week. Uh, it did not lead to it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we said that last week that he would have been the, the, we were debating if he was the, the coach that could quickly tank your team. Uh, I think after that news came out, it was definitely uh, it should be consensus that he was the winner of that. But uh, anyway, so Urban Meyer's gone. Didn't lead to a Jaguar win, but uh, hopefully better things are ahead for them without having to deal with Urban Meyer anymore, at least for James Robinson. Right, Trent? Hey, I I might keep him in our fantasy league now. Uh, You might. Might as well. I'll give you Christian McCaffrey back for a bag of chips. We can go back to that Uh debate. I will never have McCaffrey <laughs> on my team again. Watch, I'll probably anyway. Try. All right, well, yeah, yeah. If he's available, you will. But let's get into uh, Week 15 NFL season. First and ten. All right, starting on Thursday night, which seems like so long ago. Now that we're recording on Tuesday, Thursday night uh, in overtime, the Chiefs. Once declared dead by one of the members of this podcast, <laughs> now the number one seed in the AFC. Once again, they beat the Chargers 34 to 28. Um, they are definitely peaking at the right time. And Not they're the Super Bowl favorites. The state now. of the Chiefs. Yes, they are. Apparently, also nobody can tackle Travis Kelsey because it was ridiculous. Whenever they needed a big play, he came with two big plays, and they just looked like the Three Stooges trying to tackle him. Yeah, Derwin James goes out in this game for the Chargers, and at that point, that's where all of uh, Travis Kelsey's yards, two touchdowns, came from in fourth quarter and overtime. So I wasn't complaining because he's on both of my fantasy teams, and 
it definitely worked well for me. So, and I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Last week, Matt, you said, "I'm glad I didn't trade with Travis Kelsey." I mean, it doesn't <laughs> matter at this point anyway. It wouldn't have mattered. Like, up, well, up now to this you point. still have a chance to win the toilet bowl. So. I'm not. I'm not winning the toilet bowl. We know. We know that. I didn't even look at yeah, setting my lineup. I could just like not even look at my lineup from here to the end of the season because I didn't even this week. But I could just not look at my lineup and it wouldn't matter. I'm not winning the toilet bowl. Well, I just know that I don't have to worry about it, so that's all that matters. Saturday, there were a lot of shuffling of games around because of a huge outbreak of COVID amongst players in the NFL. So Saturday, we only had one game. Colts beat the Patriots 27-17. to Patriots keep this one close late, but then Jonathan Taylor... Uh, takes off on a big, long touchdown run. Untouched, and this is the why the Patriots are not going anywhere in the playoffs this year. They don't. They're not ready for it. They're ahead of schedule. They shouldn't be this. They shouldn't be doing this well yet. And they're going to get to playoffs, and it's going to be like, oh, okay, you guys didn't weren't on the same caliber as the rest of the teams here. Got it. They can't hang with anybody I mean, else. Maybe I'm not saying I'm not. Also, the Colts are severely underrated. The Colts are fantastic. So I somebody this week because I I like the Colts. I think they're good. They have great defense, great offensive line, obviously great running game. But somebody made a good point. I don't remember what show it was. I was watching earlier this week. Eventually, in the playoffs, the Colts are going to have to throw the ball. Uh huh. And And they can't do it. And that's going to hurt them. So. Yep. They're like the Titans, though. They might be able to make it all the way to the championship game before it hurts them. Yeah. No, no that's true. But I want somebody that is good against the run that will sell out to make Carson Wentz throw. Um, they'll, yeah. They'll. I bet you, I bet you if they play the Patriots again, that's. Oh, if that's they play the Patriots come. again, I think the Patriots win. Yeah, absolutely. It was that one play. Because Jonathan Taylor was not having a great game until that one play, and uh, and two guys in the hole, he just made a great move. And Don, Dante at this Hightower point in their careers, him. at this point in their careers, though, I'm I'm taking Carson Wentz over Mac Jones. I think that I think the Colts are the better team. I think they beat the Patriots again in the playoffs. I don't. It's I hard to the beat Patriots the team twice, matchup. and it's hard to beat Belichick twice. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. I agree with both of those statements, but I still think that they would. I still Especially, think that they would beat them in the playoffs. Especially at this point, that would mean the Colts would be in Foxborough, and I don't think there's any way the Colts win in Foxborough. Yeah, in in Foxborough would I think shift it. Yeah, you'd have to. So, all right, and another shocker of the week. Yeah, the Steelers beat the Titans nineteen to thirteen. Titans are really showing some chinks in the armor without so, Henry. Hold on. Okay, I'll make one comment on this. Did you see at the end of the game where they needed to convert on fourth down? And yes, and they, could not they get went it. forward on fourth down. And, well, could not get it. I think that by where they and spotted could not the ball, get it. I think they did get it. No, they got no, they it. they didn't. Like, no, it didn't. was, it, like, old Tannehill, it was so close. Tannehill gets down on his belly, and he's looking <laughs> at it. He's like, that's a first down. And so I think it legitimately was a first down. But I think the refs also know that they gave him too good of a spot. And so I think yeah, they the kind of, it was, was like bad. in the air. And so they're like, well, crap, we gave him too good of a spot. So let's just go ahead and say it's not a first down. 
Because it shouldn't have been a first yeah, down. That was spot, way too good. This spot was too bad, good. yeah. He was a full, like, yard behind that. So I think that yeah. they're just like, uh, 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 it's a first down. What do we do? Ah, uh, no first down. It's so close. No first down. I think they just kind of made up for it. So I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that one, so. Yeah, Joe Haight yeah. made a great tackle to literally stop, uh, I forget who it was, uh, but literally stopped him dead in his tracks, pushed him back, or it would have been a first down. Um, so Titans need Derrick Henry to come back in a big way. Julio Jones is probably done, maybe even for his career with another hamstring injury. Uh, Titans kept, I think they had two or three turnovers in the third quarter, um, or fourth quarter, I mean, so that, that was part of their problem. Uh, in this game, TJ Watt breaks the Steelers. They were driving every time record. they touched the ball at first. Oh, yeah. No, they absolutely were, but, I mean, that's – it's. When the Steelers get into the red zone, if they don't give up a big play, they usually get tough, and that's that's the way it was in this game. So Steelers just hanging around and, and finding ways to crush our spirits. So, yay, let's go. Uh, Bills beat the Panthers 31-14. to They get things right. Um, again, they're, they're still challenging. I think they're only a game behind the Patriots now in that division. Panthers are just terrible. Is Rule done this year? Is, this, is, is he done? Are they getting rid of him? I don't know. I think they they got to get a quarterback. Yeah, yeah he can always but, I mean, play they, that card. He, he, but he brought Darnold in. Like Darnold was supposed to be the answer. Yeah, yeah he, he was they, worth a they shot. They started off really well. They had injuries on the defensive side of the ball. I think you give him one more season. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if he was the answer, but he was worth a shot. If that makes sense. Sure. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah, no, is no, he no. the guy? Uh, maybe. He's, I don't know. He's worth a shot. But I mean, and he started off. He started off well when McCaffrey was healthy, but I mean, that's no guarantee anymore. So, so, they so just, in this game, did y'all see Cam Newton's throw, like behind the line of scrimmage, and it was in the dirt? And... Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. 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 So yes. Obviously, that that was a smart football play, but we've also seen Cam seen. Cam Newton make throws like that in the past that were not because somebody was going to pick it off and run it for the end zone. That's so that's just the way he throws the ball. That all three of us know on NFL memes IG's page commented. He saw the defensive back jump the route and threw the ball in the dirt instead of throwing a pick. People just don't want to see Cam succeed, so they look for stuff. And then, of course, me who has been a absolute troll <laughs> on social media lately. I commented at this person, but still, he actually isn't good. <laughs> so, and to be fair, this person is an Auburn fan, so they're probably a little biased to Cam, but Cam suck. Like, I don't know why the Panthers <laughs> keep bringing this dude in the football game. Like, the dude needs to retire. You suck. Like, that. I don't care if you threw that in the – like, it wasn't a good throw anyways. He probably let it go and then just slapped it down. Like, so either way, Cam, you suck. Retire. <laughs> we did manage to repost the reel of – No. Next time you see him face-to-face. Yeah. Oh, he won't have a problem doing that. We did manage to repost the reel of, of – at least Trent's full opinion of Cam Newton on our story. So check that out if you haven't already. Uh, all right. Uh, the Speaking of the aforementioned Jaguars not uh, getting a win in the first game post-Urban Meyer, they lose to the Texans 
30 to 16. Uh, the first round, first overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, continues a disaster of a rookie season, uh, while third rounder Davis Mills looks sharp for the Texans. Things are looking good in Houston, or at least they're so looking up, I should we're say. we're saying that uh, Mills is better than Lawrence? Is that what we're saying? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he had a better game and he's having a better year. That's all I'm I saying. do think that the uh, I think the Jaguars' job, though, I think people are going to be gunning for it. Yeah, I think so too. They have a talented roster. Yep, they really do. I mean, I I, I mean, Bevel's there. He's the interim head coach. There. To think that they hired Urban Meyer over the enemy over Leftwich, over all these other guys, and they went with Urban Meyer. I mean, just I see. I could see Leftwich getting that job. I could really I see that. A great Didn't job. He played for the he, Jaguars. He, played for drafted he was drafted by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be a great fit. It would, that's just great a smart fit. pick. That would be my number one mm-hmm. pick, I think, for the, that I'd job. Go, I'd go with the enemy. But. Mm-hmm. I think I'd take Leftwich. But either one. You, I don't just think a you could go seen. wrong with either one. Oh, no, no, I, I, I agree. Yeah. All right, uh, Cowboys, in another game that we are talking about their defense being so impressive, it's not that their offense is not good, but their defense being so impressive, they beat the Giants 21-6. to uh, Speaking of the Giants, they shut down Daniel Jones the rest of the year, so the Giants are effectually done. Man, that made me so mad. They might kept, as well not play I kept telling them. I kept telling my wife, like, I don't know why they keep showing Daniel Jones like he would make a difference in this game. <laughs> like, they kept flashing to him over on the sideline. And I'm like, what? this dude, it's they're acting like he doesn't lead the league in turnover since he's been drafted. Like, he's terrible. He wouldn't have made a difference. Like, Mike Glennon's not any better, I understand. And Jake Fromm is – my brother – Jake Fromm leading them <laughs> down the field, and my brother said, "And I, I'm glad Jake oh, Fromm didn't start this whole game." And I was like, "Dude, I wish he had started." This whole game. Uh, but man, who else came in in that draft class with Daniel Jones? Who cares? I think I, I remember <laughs> it being a, a very, very poor draft class. Didn't Sam Darnold come in in that draft class too? I just know the Giants took Daniel Jones when there were better quarterbacks on the board. I'm a look. Um, the biggest takeaway for me from this game, though, was the abysmal use of Micah Parsons. Mm. I was going to say, like, I saw him covering wide receivers. No, that was great. That was a smart play on his part. But I did his, get out, making the switch off. The lack of put, putting him on the line and letting him rush, which I did see – he said on the sideline, like every week the Cowboys do like a sounds from the sideline video. Yeah. And he said they were like sending the guard and the tackle to block him and just leaving people free because they yeah. were making sure he wasn't going to get to the quarterback. So, Impressive. but I mean, he didn't blitz that much. So, you know, what a, he probably isn't going to win defensive player of the year now because he went a game without a sack, but it's not all about sacks. Well, people. I mean, if it's not this year, it's next year for him. It's only gonna be a matter of time. Did you guys uh, realize oh that boy. Daniel Jones was drafted in 2019? Yes. Yes. Did you realize he leads the league in turnovers since he got drafted? That's crazy. 
like I thought he was drafted like, a couple years before that. So oh, no. Kyler Murray went first in that draft, and then after Daniel Jones, the next pick was Josh Allen. Oh wait, no, that's the off. Oh, that's the, uh, the linebacker Josh Allen. Hold on. Still a better pick. Yeah, still a better pick. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Well, speaking of Kyler Murray, oh, I don't want to talk about this game. Uh, the Cardinals decided not to show up in Detroit, and the Lions get their second win in the season, also effectually losing probably the first overall pick in the draft. Uh, they beat the Cardinals 30-12 to and just really dominated on all in all aspects of this game. The Cardinals were never really in it. They just Real were strange. completely overmatched. Nope, no comments from the peanut gallery. They are. I mean, they who, were. They are who I thought they were. <laughs> and clearly not who I overrated. So, yeah. And watch, watch. Strike they'll come out and they'll slaughter the Cowboys next uh, in two weeks. <laughs> but it, it's fine. I don't care. They, I'll still talk crap about them. They're not good. They won't do anything in the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs by default because they did so well at the beginning of the season. But the, the Cardinals don't scare anybody, and it's because they're going to come up short every time. And, yes, that was a Kyler Murray joke. I'm actually not yeah, scared no, of was... any of the teams in the NFC West right now. It's strange. They're, I don't worry about them. No, I don't know. The Packers, we'll them the the Packers should 40, worry about Niners. 49ers could be interesting. Um, no, I don't Jets care about them. And the Dolphins – I just, uh, I, the Buccaneers scare win. me. That's about it. Yeah, I, think, I don't think they should anymore. Dolphins win thirty-one to twenty-four over the Jets in a game that they probably shouldn't have won, but because the Jets are so bad, they managed to. Um, Dolphins are hanging around, but I don't dude, think much at this point. Dude, what's that now for the Dolphins? Six in a row. Seven. Yes. Seven in a row. Is it seven or six? No, it's six. It's they six. started one and seven. Now they're seven and seven. It's yeah. yeah. Six in a row. That's, I mean, they have, they've only beat the Ravens, and that's the only team that, that's been, you know, over 500 that they've played. But still. And that doesn't been, look that great winning, anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. But they're, they're winning games that they should win. Yeah, no, for sure. No, it's, it's good. I mean, the Dolphins, they're one of those AFC teams that are hanging around. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, speaking of another team that's hanging around and now winning their division, uh, four seed in the AFC, the Bengals win 15 to 10 over the Broncos. Um, not much to talk about in this game. Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon, neither one of them have great games. Uh, I, I Denver, if they could just get a quarterback. Dude, okay, Denver what could, happened with Teddy Bridgewater? Did he get carted he, off? He was, di- he was like yes. diving forward and like kind of got flipped up and his head hit the ground and like whipped back and then hit it again and he was out. He was out cold. Okay, yeah. what, what happened? What was yeah. the final say on that? Is just concussion? He'll be back in a couple weeks or what? Yeah, got carted off. Well, I, I didn't think hear anything else. Yeah. Uh, it's just concussion I've heard protocol. Since then. I think he's just in the okay. concussion pro- protocol, but he's not the answer. They've got to get somebody better in there um, because they've got the weapons. They've got the defense. Clearly. Yeah, and it may be. It might be. Um, so Bengals, four seed, leading the AFC North. At eight six, along with everybody else, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, speaking of those 49ers, they take on the Falcons, win thirty one to thirteen. 49ers 
I am saying it right now, will be someone to watch out for should they make the playoffs. Defense poo, and a run poo. game. Defense poo, and a run poo, game. You. Poo-poo it all. Don't care. Same with the Colts. They're going to have to throw the ball eventually. I poo-poo and your statement, And let me say this Jason. to you. Okay? They consider it poo-poo. Because, uh, I, uh, the first game been, exit. First game it's been exit. noted. Been noted. To that, to that statement, Trent, of them having to throw it, uh, do you realize that Jimmy Garoppolo – Don't care what his pass has, rating is. Don't care. Don't care. The dude is not a winner. <laughs> okay. Don't okay. care. Okay. Eight straight games of 100 QBR, 100 passer rating. Congratulations, so, Jimmy G. When you throw less passes – and they just happen to be accurate. That's what happens. So I'm pretty sure that uh, yeah. Rodgers has had like a QBR of over 100 forever. Like that's just normal. Apparently, it's a yeah, thing to maybe. state with Jimmy G. Well, it is definitely something to take notice of. All right. Uh, speaking of Rodgers, Packers managed to somehow hold off the Tyler Huntley-led Ravens, 31 to 30. Because Jim Harbaugh decides, or John Harbaugh, excuse me, decides to go for another two-point conversion at the end of this game. Not that I can fault him, but it's uh, because he he knew that he couldn't win that game. Like he knew that there there was yeah. no like that goes to overtime. You don't beat the Packers. You shouldn't have even been at that position yeah, against yeah. the Packers. So he was just he was playing with house money, gambled, lost. Do you That's what, what do you take away from this game? Then uh, that our special teams is terrible. And complete <laughs> garbage crap show. That's the takeaway. And our defense Not gave up defense? Like too much of Mark Andrews all game. No, I just said my defense, they gave up too much to Mark Andrews all game. Like, that, okay. was, that was stupid. Yeah. It was, a, I mean, it was a, it was, nah, I wouldn't say a trap game, but I don't know. It was a game that, you know, I felt like we had a chance of losing. Just because, and we won it, and we should have won it because we were obviously the better team. The defense will be fine. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. I mean, that was not great, but the defense will be fine. Is Huntley? Uh, I'm just uh, just saying this for the, the discussion. Is Huntley on a team's radar as a possible starter? Because I mean, he's he's been in the Ravens. The problem. You know, the problem the with bench. him. He's he's too much of a Lamar Jackson style quarterback. And I think that right. they purposely got a backup who played exactly the same as Lamar Jackson. I think that he's good. I think he was able to come in in a, in a, in a uh, backup role and lead his team back against the Browns. And I think he was able to do some decent damage to the Packers. But he's, I don't feel like he's a very accomplished quarterback, like actual thrower of the football. So he, oh, sure. he made sure, some, sure. Some, some young quarterback looking decisions that you know a better quarterback could have could have picked up maybe he beats lamar jackson up a job what if he's a better thrower of the football than lamar like why don't you just switch (laughs) to him is is tyler huntley lamar jackson only better he might be no he's not as good as a runner well i guess right now he's He's not as good of a runner that's correct right now he's a better runner but but if you could yeah, sacrifice well, yeah. some of Lamar Jackson's running ability and, and transfer it to his throwing, would you? I would. I would too. Yeah, you'd have to. What if would if Huntley's like that? What what if he's a better thrower? Like is he is he a better enough passer that that you would want him instead of Lamar? Mm, I don't know. I, not I don't know. not the tough. Ravens. I think the only thing I will say is that if 
Lamar Jackson gets in trouble in a playoff game, I guarantee you they pull him and put uh, Huntley in. You think? Because if they need a spark, yeah, if they need a spark and Lamar's not getting it yeah. done, Huntley has shown that he can make a comeback. He stepped into the Browns game and he led his team back. I know, but that was that ball. was out of injury. I don't I don't know if I see Harbaugh pulling Jackson. I mean, unless it's like they're getting hey, blown I'll be right out. back. Y'all keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that right, I, right. I I could see him like putting him in there to try and get a spark. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, well, man, let's talk about. Maybe it's not quite a shocker that there was a loss considering everything that went into it and who they were playing, but let's talk about how bad it was. The Saints beat the Buccaneers on Sunday night, nine to nothing. What a boring game nothing. to watch. My goodness. Oh, it was yeah. terrible. It was terrible. Three field goals. The Buccaneers lose yeah. like everybody to injury and Tom Brady still can't beat the Saints. So that's kind of where we're at. Hey, did I, did um, I say this here on this podcast yet? If not, I'm going to say it again. Uh, okay. Taysom Hill plays every single position really well, except the position he's currently playing. <laughs> Legitimately. The guy's great at wide receiver. He's great at running back. He's great at special teams. He sucks at quarterback, and they've got to play him quarterback. Whatever. Well, it's either him or Trevor Simeon. I think it's the lesser of two evils at this point. At least you trust him to run the ball if you have to. Yeah, I guess. Still. Man, so so Buccaneers, they're bringing back AB just to give uh, Tom Brady somebody to throw the ball to. Yeah, um, but they got to get healthy. I, I think they'll be fine because I mean Evans and Fournette should both be back by the playoffs, but we'll see. Um, I mean their defense was still great. I mean you <laughs> you got to think Todd Bowles is not happy <laughs> happy with the offense when his team only gives up nine points to the saints it at home and they still lost so first time though that tom brady's been shut out since 2004 and the first time he's yeah. ever been shut out at home right yeah 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 so pretty crazy pretty crazy there all right two games took place yesterday the raiders beat the browns 16 to 14 uh Great. We got two more seven and seven teams. So two more teams that are just jockeying for play, uh, a hopeful playoff spot in a first round exit. Um, and again, the Raiders were playing against the Browns practice squad for the most part. And again, the Vikings also playing yesterday, beating the Bears 17 to nine also against the Bears practice squad because of COVID. So I don't know. There's not much. I think that there is to talk about these two games. Um, Bears eliminated from the playoffs. Matt Nagy needs to go. I'm just, I'm just saying, it's, it's bad. They're, the Bears that was are going a pretty nowhere. Bad, that was a pretty badly officiated game, though. It was. I'll agree with you there. Um, but still, it, it's Nagy's got to go. So, Bear, Bears, Bear fans, be, be hopeful for the future, and pray to the football gods. So. All right, well, we've got the Eagles now up 17-10, eight minutes left in the third. In that game, Seahawks-Rams still tied now at 10, three minutes left in the third. Of that game, uh, we need to talk about the playoff picture, so let's uh, spend a few minutes doing that. Second and long. 
All right, so let's start in the AFC, then we'll move to the NFC. Uh, we have, of the 16 teams, like I said, 13 of them are still within a game of a playoff spot, which is insane. So Chiefs currently number one overall, Patriots at two, Titans at three, Bengals at four, Colts five, Chargers six, Bills at seven. Those are the teams that would be in if the playoffs ended right now. Right on the outside, looking at the Ravens at eight, Steelers seven, six, and one. Then you've got the Raiders, Dolphins, Browns, and Broncos all at seven and seven. Uh, gentlemen, what I would like to hear from you is of the teams that are in, who do you see not making it in three weeks and who would take their place? Just another discussion of this nature. Uh, Trent, let's start with you. Are we doing AFC? AFC, NFC, like what, what? Just AFC right now. Just AFC. Okay. Um, based on this that I'm looking at right here, the Titans. Really? I mean, they're the Colts are only are one game back from him. Do they play one more time? Or are they done? Uh, I think they're done. Titans swept that, so they don't. Okay, they hold the well, tiebreaker. Well, I don't I don't have their schedule sitting in front of me, but I mean, the Chargers have been playing good football other than this past week, but I mean, they were playing the number one seed. Uh, so, but I think the weakest team there, because I think the Bills are starting to figure it out. They have, you know, the Bills have a pretty easy schedule coming up. Um, so, I, I mean, in all honesty, I think you kick the Titans out and probably put the Ravens in I mean that's the that's the easy answer I'd like to see like you know somebody like the Steelers or the Dolphins uh get up there but I I really think it's going to be the Ravens just because if Lamar Jackson's healthy I as like I don't think they'll win in the playoffs but you know I I think with how they played against the best team in the NFL this past week I think that they can I feel like that was an accurate representation though I think that they're not that good uh, I'll kind of segue that into mine. I think I can see the Bengals not getting in off because they're already in. I don't think that the Titans are going to gonna miss the playoffs. I think that they're still too good, even with so many injuries that they've been dealing with and the fact that they can't get healthy. Um, they were just shooting themselves in the foot on, uh, against the Steelers. They should have won that game. So I'm going yes. to go with the Bengals. I think that, that they still have to play the Ravens. I think that there's a lot of opportunity for that to shift and for either the Ravens to pop up or the, the Browns to pop up. So the Bengals is the one team I could see dropping off. That was kind of my first thought when I look at that list. Titans finish out with the 49ers. Um, that one. Yeah. The Dolphins and the Texans. So I, I don't know if I see them. Uh, two and one. I, I see them. Yeah, two and one, but I, I, I think that at the very least, because, I mean, the Colts have the Cardinals, um, the Raiders, and the Jags, so probably two and one for them, too. Or th even if it was three and oh, um, I, I, and they'll still, the Titans will still hold the, the uh, tiebreaker. So I, I, I think I would go the Bengals uh, just because with that AFC North, there's there's so much turnover. So it's really... I think only one of those teams is probably getting in. 
I mean, you said the Bills have like a really weak schedule, right? Yeah, the Bills have a weak schedule. Um, the Chargers. Let's let's look at the Chargers. The Bills have a really weak schedule. Six. Yeah, well, the Bills have the Patriots, other than the Patriots, the Falcons, and the Jets. So uh, that that should be pretty good for them. Uh, you got the Chargers. Uh, they have uh, the Texans. Uh, the Broncos and the Raiders. So I think I think Chargers probably in. Yeah. So I'm thinking really it's just that AFC North team. It's it's whoever wins the AFC North is probably the only team from that division getting in, which is crazy considering what our opinion is and has been of that division of late. So we'll, we'll I'm, see what I'm happens staying, there. I'm staying with my hot take. Yeah, uh, no, and I don't think I don't think that that is too hot of a take, especially given the amount of injuries um, that the uh, the Titans have had, and if they have to, I mean, we still don't know if Tannehill is going to be able to do it without Derrick Henry, and when it matters the most. So, all right, to the NFC, we got Packers at one, of course, clinching. Uh, the playoff spot and the division. Uh, first team to clinch. Cowboys 2, Bucks 3, Cardinals 4, Rams 5, 49ers 6, and Vikings with their win last night at 7. Then you've got uh, just on the outside looking in Saints 8, uh, Washington and Eagles currently playing. Uh, they're at 6-7, and seven, so obviously one of them will be 7-7, seven, seven, one will be 6-8 after tonight. And then you've got the Falcons at 6-8, and eight, and if you want to throw the Seahawks at 5-8, and eight, depending on what happens tonight, they could be 6-8, and eight, but I doubt it. No, Seahawks are trash. Um, so uh, from that list, Matt, let's start with you. Who would you see dropping out who is in and taking their place? Hmm. It's it's so tough because I don't really feel like there's, there's a cutoff here because there's only one spot that you really even think about, and that would be the Vikings sitting at 7-7. Seven seven. But I don't think right. any of the other teams with a similar record are any good. They're all just kind of trash. So I could see yeah. the Vikings falling out and the Saints or the Eagles sneaking in or maybe Washington. I don't know. They're, they're all just kind of trash. So maybe Vikings. 49ers are just good enough that I don't feel like they're going anywhere. But I don't know. None of these teams really scare me looking at them. And none of the teams fighting to get in, I feel like, have any chance because I don't think that they're good. I I mean, I can't sit here and say that the Saints – I mean, at least the Saints have a good defense and they beat the Buccaneers. But still, the Vikings have got a tiebreaker over them at 7-7, so – do you do you think a team under five hundred takes that seventh seed? No, one of those teams. There's a lot of mediocrity right there. One of those teams will sneak one win over five hundred. Like there's too many teams sitting at there at seven and seven. One of them will be over five hundred. Yeah, either that or at five hundred. It won't be below. Uh, isn't there an odd number of? Uh, yeah, there's an odd number of games, yeah, so they'll be right. either be that's over right. or under. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, Trent. Who? What? What's your? Uh, what's your take on that? See, the Vikings have a great offense, though. Aside from Kirk Cousins, their offense is fantastic. You, no, you're right. 
Well, let's see Man, who the Vikings I'll... finish with the rest of this year. So the Vikings have the Rams. <laughs> keep trashing the Cardinals and Kyler Murray and say they're going to lose three <laughs> straight and not make it. But uh, that would require one of those teams that's in the hunt to win three straight, and I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so I mean, the low-hanging fruits, obviously the Vikings, just because they're they're so inconsistent. Saints are so inconsistent. It's a crapshoot down there, man. Just roll a dice. Or go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. So, all right, I'll do this. I'm going to say the Vikings, but whoever wins the Washington-Philly game tonight will get that last spot. Ooh. What's the score? (laughs) 17-10. 17-10 Philly. Just what we need Which to see Jalen Hurts in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I want to see like some <laughs> some some NFC NFC East on NFC East crime in the playoffs. It's I am fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, current standings that would be the matchup, wouldn't it? If they yep. finish at seven and the Cowboys hey. hold on to the two. All I know is that for Packers. Is I want this little piggy to go wee 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 and keep the the bye week at home. Uh, no, no one wanted to, to see that at all. Those of you that are just listening, Matt's Matt's pulling Aaron Rodgers and showing us all his toes. So can yeah. consider us effectively completely grossed out. So, well, we will continue to keep you updated on the playoff picture. Uh, leading into the last three weeks of the season, it, it it's going to have a playoff feel because even for some of these teams, even in the NFC that are pretty close to locking in a playoff spot, seating is still going to be there uh, and who's going to have home field advantage. So it, it's going to be exciting all the way through. So, all well, right. Once well, we hit playoffs, is... we need to compare it to what, what our predictions were at like week six or whenever we made those predictions, if it was going to change. Yeah, we'll go back We'll go back to it. I'm sure I'm sure you'll find a way to dispute what you actually picked, but you know, we can do it anyway, so Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> All right. It's time for some holiday cheer. Third and three. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. That's right. It is time for a special holiday version of the third and three. We've done a lot of different specials for Christmas. And so we're just going to have some fun with this one. Uh, First of all, favorite Christmas character in a Christmas movie, Trent go. John McClane. (laughs) <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay. Uh, I mean, not so obviously Die Hard is a Christmas movie and people that think that it's not are idiots. Um certainly. I uh no, dude, Clark Griswold. Come on. Uh, uh, yes, 100%. Okay, can that's, I have a hot Christmas take movie. here? Oh boy. Uh, oh, I hold on a second. Time that out. movie. 
Oh, oh, oh. I hate that movie. That That is quite possibly the worst Christmas movie of all time. I hate it. Oh, my goodness. And tell me, you like Jim Carrey's The Grinch the best, right? No, I do not. Please. Home Alone 2. Okay, good, good. Come on. That is a great one. It's definitely the better of the two. The best one. The best one. Yes, yes. But Christmas Vacation is the best Christmas movie. No, number one. Home Alone 2. All the way down at the very, very bottom, underneath Claymation, uh, Santa Claus, whatever, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, all of them. Dude, you are literally probably the only person in America that thinks that. Okay, well, I'm just being honest with you. That's a stupid thing. It had one good scene (laughs) with the lights that was hilarious. Other than that, it was hilarious. It's so funny. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, maybe no. I'm a green. I was, at the, I was not ever entertained. I think so. I think you might be. Man, at least somebody's <laughs> grinchier than I am sometimes. All right. Well, really. we are going to in this. It's worse than Elf, uh, and that's saying something. Ooh. Now you're just yeah. blasphemous because yeah, Elf, was... I don't know which one's <laughs> worse. Elf or the Jim Carrey Grinch? We probably are losing a lot of listeners over this, but that's okay. Probably. Um, Because if you have that, if you like either one of those movies, please change your opinion. Um, Okay, so this third and three, we are going to compare NFL players to classic Christmas movie characters, the ones that you love, the ones that are dressed. uh, Let's say two or three to start, and then if we've got some honorable mentions, we can talk about that if we got time. like two to three each uh, yes yes okay okay if you've got two to three i've got a whole list here so i mean we'll, we'll keep going uh, i'll start because i i, I want to get this out of the way all right uh he's a jolly happy soul with a corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal actually don't know if that's true or not but uh he is frosty the snowman in the frigid north and who seems like a nice guy listening to him talk, uh, watching him interact with people on the sidelines. I'm sure he's a great teammate and a great person. And yes, I do like that. It is Kirk cousins because when the heat of prime time comes, he melts into a pile of ice water because that's all that he is when it really counts. And so Kirk cousins, you are frosty, the snowman to us when it really counts. So that that's my first one. Stay frosty, Kirk. <laughs> Stay frosty. All right, Trent, what do you got? All right, so he's a mean one. Nugget, come on, Trent. What? <laughs> no, keep going. This is mine. Nah, so... I'm still going to do it. he's going to say. Yeah, I do. Clearly, we got old the Grinch. He's mean. He's green. But this time, he's hailing from the great state of Florida. Down in Jacksonville, you got Urban Meyer as the Grinch. He hates all the Who's on his team. He hates James Robinson Who, the best running back in Whoville. He hates um, Trevor Lawrence Who. He's got pretty long locks like the Grinch's favorite, Cindy Lou. And let me just tell you, he's even kicking his dog, Josh Lambeau, a.k.a. Max. He just hates them all. But come Christmas time, he tries to steal the joy out of Jacksonville, and they boot him out. And when he hears the who's of Jacksonville, 
Jackson Whoville rejoicing that he is gone. Oh, that was good. His That's heart good. grows three sizes, and he hopes that they succeed and they do well in the future, and he's just sad he won't be a part of it. Urban Meyer's the Grinch. I just want to make a clarification <laughs> here. I had the same character as two different people. Bill Belichick is absolutely the animation Grinch, okay? I definitely he totally thought of Grinch. the same thing. Totally. And yes. then Urban Meyer is the Jim Carrey Grinch. So he's I wanted to make that distinction. I had the two different people uh, as the same character. Well, since we're talking about the Grinch, I also have a Grinch. And I, I'm giving this to uh, this individual, but I think it also applies to a collective group of people as well. I'm giving the Grinch to Roger Goodell, but it also can go to NFL officiating because they are trying to steal the joy out of the NFL season from us with all of these dumb penalties. So the Grinch goes to Roger Goodell and NFL officiating from me. Hey, I'll also say that the other character I had for Urban Meyer was Buzz from Home Alone because nobody <laughs> likes Buzz. <laughs> kind of had almost maybe kind of the same haircut going on. And, you know, whether it's Buzz or Urban Meyer, your girlfriend, woof. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt, what else you got? Uh, I've also got, um, let's see where my notes here. Oh yeah. So you guys know, I'm sticking with my home alone theme since it's obviously the best, uh, Christmas movie. I couldn't think of one person to really, to really, you know, describe the sticky bandits, but I could think of a <clears> whole 11 groups of people, 11 people on a single side of the ball of the Packers special teams that very accurately describes the bumbling, fumbling nature of the Sticky Bandits. So the entire Packers special teams with their, their miscue after miscue after miscue, they are the Sticky Bandits or the Wet Bandits, <laughs> depending on whichever movie you want to watch. But that is 100% them, and they're awful, and it's terrible. All right. Well, there you have it. All right, I'm going to go with my next one. Oh man, I've got so many here. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this one. Uh, so Frosty, that was that was kind of you know the happy jolly soul. Have any of you seen the movie Krampus? No. Yes. Awful movie. Yes. That's it's terrible. But anyway, the are you familiar with Krampus, Matt? Yeah, he's like the anti Santa Claus. No. Yes, he is the demon goat of Christmas who comes to eat bad children, not just give them coal. Uh, Wait, isn't that Funker Schnickel or whoever? No, you're thinking of Bell Schnickel. There you go. Bell Schnickel. Schnickel. No, he does not eat people. Oh. Just whips them. Um, Anyway, (laughs) no, uh, Krampus, he's got those nasty horns, you know, and he he comes and and he eats all of your joy and takes away everything that you ever hoped that you could ever have as a football team. Yes, I'm talking about Cam Newton with his horns. He is the Krampus of Christmas. He come in and he's stealing all the touchdowns from any running backs that would ever hope to get into him. He's also stealing is he the, all the opportunities. Is he the Krampus of Christmas? Oh, yes! I love it. I love it. Yes. Be on the lookout. That's going up on Instagram. The Campus. I love it. So good. So anyway, Cam Newton is Krampus. So Trent, what do you got? Uh, number two. 
Um, so I'm going to summon a little bit of Charles Dickens here. And I'm going to honorably mention already that I was going to use Roger Goodell as Scrooge because he's collecting all the taxes on uh, those fines that he's giving players for waving to people and stuff. Um, That's good. That's good. So, but I'm going to go with another character a little bit deeper. Everyone loves him, but sadly in the uh, Christmas not yet to come or soon to come or Christmas future. I don't, they're all different in every movie. Um, <laughs> you got, you know, the the little boy, he passes away, but he's still a very popular character. <laughs> and you see him riding on Scrooge's shoulders at the end of several movies. Scrooge becomes like a second father to him. Um, so I'm going to have to go with uh, Kyler Murray, Tiny Tim. Yeah. Yeah. It's on my absolutely list. pointless role. <laughs> AKA a pointless player in the NFL. He's short. He sucks. Look, everyone still loves him, and I don't know why. So, Kyler Murray, you're Tiny Tim. Wow. I don't know who just got bodied worse, Kyler Murray or Tim, uh, Tiny Tim. <laughs> Does it matter? Trent taking it out on, Trent taking it out on the cripple boy. I also had Kyler Murray down with a little drummer boy. Just nice little, but anyway. That, that's it for me. All right, uh, Trent, or, uh, Matt, who else you got? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to pick on uh, our buddy Mills down in Houston. Because if you look at the guy, he's kind of tall, and he's kind of skinny, and he has a really, really long neck. He's, very, he's a very long individual. So he's going to Jack the Skeleton King from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Because also, all right, Houston is a very scary, scary town and football franchise. Okay. There's, there's, there's just so much fear on the part of the fans down there. You know, when we had Tyrod Taylor saga, and it's just like a nightmare in Halloween the entire time. But in rides old, uh, old Mills, and all of a sudden it's like, what's this? What's this? There's touchdowns everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So I'm going to uh, give old uh, uh, that Mills, good. Uh, the Skeleton King from uh, Nightmare Before. I like that. Is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Just, just it's ask. a Christmas it's movie. Both. It's both. It's both, both? Okay. I can heard, watch it on either. Both, so. You can watch it on either day. All right. So <laughs> All right. I, got, I got one more. Yeah, go for it. And this, it's kind of just the NFL as a whole. And really, it's um, – Oh, I'll just say it. it's the NFL's COVID protocols and the NFL's COVID protocols are Belschnickel. They decide who is admirable <laughs> and who is impish. And, and then they get to change whenever they want to. And man, Cole Beasley put out a statement earlier. Cause I don't know if y'all he's unvaccinated and he got COVID. So right. he's on the COVID list. He put out a statement earlier that said, just an FYI to all the fans out there, it's not COVID keeping me from playing. It's the rules keeping me because vaccinated players now can play with COVID because they only get tested yeah. once yep. a week. So, yep. so, and it's because the NFL wants to make money because shifting games around doesn't do anything for them. Uh-huh. So they're like, Oh wait, let's just change the rules. So now vaccinated players have to feel like even more that they have to get vaccinated, which like I'm not trying to turn this into a political thing. I'm an American. I believe in your right to choose if you want to get vaccinated or not. Um, but I, 
like I just think it's ridiculous how these these protocols like oh you're vaccinated admirable you're unvaccinated impish whoosh, whipped so yeah. <laughs> there it, it's just ridiculous so yeah COVID protocols you are Belschnickel I agree with that <laughs> yeah, that's good all right. I also had down uh, Tom Brady, who is all three of the ghosts of Christmas. He is past, he is present, and he is the Christmas. He is the future. Or Super Bowl champion yet to come. Uh, this is just a lookalike. I put down Ben Roethlisberger as Yukon Cornelius from Rudolph. Nice. Just because he looks Andy like Dalton, him. the heat miser. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that. Like that. Uh, and then uh, I managed to f- – what's that? Redbeard Santa Claus. Yeah, I managed to figure out that uh, Kevin McAllister and the Wet Bandits are in the NFL. It's true. Kevin McAllister is Mac Jones, grown up, defending his home, the AFC East, for the New England Patriots against the Wet Bandits, who are trying, but really stumbling this year at finding their way to overcome him. And that's Josh Allen and Tua um, and the Jets, if you want to throw them in there, too. So. We've got. I don't know, man. I have bandits. to watch Packer games. Our special teams are the wet. No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. Uh, you, that was a, an ac, an apt description. So I'll, I'll give that one to you. So, all right. Well, that is going to do it for third and three. The Christmas spirit flowing. Make sure you watch some of those Christmas movies this week. Get in the Christmas spirit. Well, let's get ready to close this thing out. Fourth and short. All right. So, Matt, I don't think you ever said uh, favorite Christmas movie character or Christmas movie. Christmas movie. I don't remember if we said that. Oh, favorite Christmas movie. No, that's Home Alone, too. Well, yeah, you said that, but character then. Is it Kevin? Yeah, we'll go with Kevin. Okay. All right. I mean, uh, it's tough to go against like, people better... like George Bailey from. Uh, Wonderful Life. Oh and then no! You got, don't don't uh, start. No. Wonderful Life's a good movie. It's it a classic. I wouldn't say it's good. Oh, it's better than Christmas That's... Vacation. No, no White Christmas stop is a good it. movie. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, in Let's other news, back to... in other news, I'm holding on to to to, to five bucks because my dad gave me five bucks to run around the house three times barefoot in the snow. You need to know that. In case you guys doubt my northern roots. Oh, no. There's never been a moment we've doubted that or your insanity. But anyway. Hey, uh, okay. it, it was uh, bad at first. I had to run across the gravel. But then after my feet went numb, it felt okay. That's fair. Okay, so let's just talk about Home Alones real quick, and then we'll close this thing out. Best moment in, Matt, in your opinion, Home Alone, either one, because the other it's only one and two. The other ones don't count. Um, oh yeah, best number moment. two is when Marv when Marv grabs the handles to the sink and he gets shot so bad you see him turn into a skeleton and then he turns back <laughs> into normal one. Hundred percent the best that's, moment. That's a good moment. Uh, that's definitely ooh, a good that moment. or when the when the bricks come down and get smacked by the bricks. That's also pretty. Funny. Oh, that is pretty funny. That is a good one too. I think my favorite moment is when in the first one when Kevin puts the tarantula on his face and he screams. That's such yeah. a good scream. Like it's it's classic. For that, for me, it's either that or when he falls in the hole in the second one and looks up and says, "Wow, what a hole! Oh, what a hole!" 
That's good. Trent, Trent, do you have a favorite moment in one of those movies? Um, I man, I I love when um Tim Curry goes in in the room and uh, he goes in the bathroom because he's trying to spy. And, <laughs> you know, he uses a clown and get out of here, you nosy little pervert! I'm silly. So. And just t- Tim Curry's face facial expressions throughout that whole movie are hilarious. Oh, um, it's so good. That whole uh, scene when when Kevin's trying to escape and he plays the movie. Down on your knees and tells him like, you love me. Yeah. yeah. I you were smooching. <laughs> and he goes he goes down the line of the list and the last name is says security guard. Yeah. Cliff. No, it's a lie. Yeah. That, I don't. There, there's so many good, good parts though. Uh, the bird lady's creepy. Um, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. This is the one movie where they recycled every single moment from the first movie, and I don't even care. Like they oh, came no. up with no new plot devices. It was all just the exact same plot devices, but it didn't even matter. The pranks were definitely better in the second one. I think we can agree okay. on that. I'd agree. It was it was good. So, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for us tonight here on the fourth and short. And uh, gentlemen, I say Merry Christmas to both of you. I hope that you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. And to all of you that are listening, I hope that you also have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from all of us here at the Fourth and Short Podcast. Last thing I'll say. Everything. Wow. What a show. (laughs) It's true. But we could say that about every show, right? Yes. Okay, maybe not. So, all right. That's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fourth and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at Fourth and Short Podcast.